Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Broadcasting from coast to coast, it's the Financial Safari with your host, Coach Pete Deruda. Coach Pete and his guests are some of the nation's top financial professionals. They make it their mission to guide investors through the treacherous jungle of the financial world, showing them how to grow, keep, and leave their money for their loved ones. Coach Pete is a frequent contributor to Fox Business Network, CNBC, The Wall Street Journal, and many other news outlets. They come to Coach Pete for their answers, and now so can you. So stick around and find out how to make it through the jungle of the financial world on The Financial Safari. Welcome back into the Financial Safari. Consumer advocate Thomas Lipscomb in studio alongside Steve Sadal, as well as special guest Neil Anderson and America's Wealth Financial and Income Coach, Coach Pete Deruda. Welcome back to the show, gentlemen. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it's good to be here. Let's talk yeah. about real estate for a minute, Neil. What do you, okay. what are you see? And I know you got your real estate license. I, yeah. You don't do it full time, I don't think, but I mean, you. Well, yeah, up at Lake Assinan yeah. here, which is an interesting perspective because uh, the market here is hot and the market up there is hot. Right. And back to what you're talking about with interest rates is you have people that are waiting and saying, I'm going to wait till they come down to 3%. Yep. But the problem is, how many people do you think are going to be in there when it's 3% versus now? In where? In the market, trying oh, to buy well, the same house. Well, you know what Tom Petty always said? <laughs> the waiting's the hardest part. Right. <laughs> and yeah. so it's waiting, right? right? So, But that's what we talked about here in the first segment is go ahead and if you if you can get that house and you right. want that house, well, you know, there's not there's no substitution for wanting something. Right. If you want it and you need it and you can figure it out how to, how to get it right sure. now, get it. You can always refinance later through the no closing cost option when the rates go back down. So it's, it's not the reason why not to buy. It is not, it's not palatable to look at what you could have got that house for as far as a monthly payment two or three years ago compared to right. now. Right. Almost double the monthly payment or maybe right. even double, maybe more than that now, right. double the monthly payment. Sure. That's kind of, well, that makes you feel bad. It really makes you wish you could get in a time machine and go back in the year 2020. Right. And with some cash and buy some houses. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true. If only. We're locking into some interest rates that are low. Right, that are low. And then you could probably sell those houses using an assumable loan. Yeah. Which is where you can keep that loan alive and somebody else assumes it. Now, those are dangerous. Mm -hmm. People get in trouble doing that. But that does make sense to get that better rate. I always, Absolutely. my opinion was once you get a loan for a house, Let's say I get a five hundred thousand dollar loan at three percent. Use the example for the for a house, mm -hmm. and uh, ten years later I want to move. Why can't and now I owe like let's say four hundred thousand, so I still have four hundred thousand at three percent. Why can't I move that four hundred thousand? I'm already uh, obligated to pay back at three percent. Why can't I move that to a new property? Yeah, isn't that crazy? You sure. know what I'm saying? Well, you know why? I'll tell you why. Yeah, they want to make money because <laughs> the bank's not. Yeah. Yes. So it it just certain things in life never make sense to me, and that's why right. I do a show because right. we can all. Collectively, mm -hmm. all, all of you guys out there listening, we can right. all maybe collectively come up with a solution. Sure. And right. Or realize there is none. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Well, you mentioned something, assumable, yes. right? An assumable mortgage. Right. That was a thing back in the 80s because that was, I mean, you know, because oh, my yeah. first house in 86, 12 and a half percent, and it was assumable, and that was great. Yeah. We don't even talk about that anymore. I haven't heard much about it anymore. No. Mm -hmm. Is and that going to come back in We should have been talking about it when rates were like 3 2 right. or 3% because we should have all been walking into assumable loans. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's Sometimes not automatic. research. I've really never even thought about that till yeah. right now. Neil, if you have any research any, on that? No. Um, I don't know if Congress passed something that said you're not allowed to do it or <laughs> whatever. Who knows? Right. They're, they're, they need to pass one where they said they're not allowed to inside trade, maybe. Huh? Sure. Right. Yeah. So let's talk about income because yes. everybody wants income. income. So there, there's a couple things. So income strategies versus economic strategies. What's right. the difference? 
Well, your your home economics depends on your income. Yes. So economic strategy as what? As a household or economic strategy? Yeah, as a household yeah, or as so a couple. Your, your economic strategy is a long-term view saying, hey, uh, I'm going to, as I get older, I'm going to reduce my risk. I'm going to make sure I don't lose the money I've already gained. The first part of the economic strategy is to make some money. Second sure. part is to save some of the money you make. Right. Yeah. If I had a nickel for everyone who said, I wish I would have, then dot, 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 saved more money than I did or started my 401k when I first started my job or increased my 401k every single year or I wish I did not cancel my 401k or stop putting money in when the market tanked. Neil, what's the best time to put money into 401k when the stock market's low, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> you're getting more sure. shares for less dollars. Sure. Well, a lot of people get scared when they see the market starting to tumble and they, they freeze their contributions. Right. Which doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. Really, you should and you shouldn't freeze. You should never freeze at all. But the one time you should freeze, if you if you had to pick one time to freeze, it'd be when the market's at all time highs. Because right. when you're when you're putting money into the market, when the when the market is at all time highs, you're getting a lot less shares for a whole lot more money. Mm -hmm. Sure. So it all it goes counterintuitive. Sort of like right. when you try to bet on a football game. Yeah. What, right. I always said I always lose when I bet on football games. So I said I should take the the bet I was going to do and right. and flip it upside down. Like say if you if you have a coin that lands on heads, I should I should bet on tails. That kind of right. thing. Right. I would be I'd probably be at about eighty percent success factor. There. <laughs> right. so I have about an eighty percent fail factor when I bet on football games. Right. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. it's it's just important now. Income. Yes. Is once you've enacted a good economic strategy. You've got a good lump sum or two or three. You've got a big amount of money in your 401k. Maybe you have some money saved aside in the bank account. Who knows where the money is? But you've got stacks of money in different places. That's a good problem and a bad problem at the same time. The first thing you need to do is figure out what kind of income you're going to need when you stop working. Then we need to take some of those stacks of money you've already put aside and put an income number to it. You've got 500000 over here. How much income could you get from that money? Lifetime guaranteed, by the way, protected and lifetime income. How much income could you get from that $500,000 stack? See what you could get. Now, when would you start it? Whatever you want. So let's say you don't need to start it for a couple years and that money continues to grow. You have that growth. You protect that growth. In other words, you lock your gains in. And then when you decide in the future, you can have a lifetime income you can never outlive. We call that financial fill-up strategy. It makes a whole lot of sense. And it does take the worry out of living and surviving all the way through retirement when you're not worried about where the money's going to come from. Oh, my gosh. See, that's remember everything. when you first started working back in the day? Yeah. When, when you, when you Neil and Dew, Thomas, everybody, mm -hmm, yeah. remember when you first started working and you, you, you just started accumulating bills? Remember bills? We, oh, in yeah. college, we really didn't have any bills we really knew about. I paid myself through college, but the tuition was like $158 at Carolina right. back in yeah. 1984. Right. Roman board was more yeah. and activity fees, but $158 tuition. So, but I was only making two, $2.25 at Kmart one summer, then three thirty-five was the minimum wage. So yeah. it's all relative, isn't it? Right. So things go up. So we need to look at what we are going to need income-wise, and then we have an income plan that will guarantee that income and more because we have to factor in something called inflation. Steve, we've been doing the show for a long time. Oh, I've been yeah. talking about inflation before inflation was talked right. about. Well, yeah. I mean, I've been here six years. You've been talking about it since then. And so everybody yeah. who's listening who is a client now knows, yeah, Coach was talking about inflation. I'm glad he did put inflation-protected plans in place because now no one's going to be able to control out-of-control inflation. Let's say inflation goes up to 20 30 40%. <laughs> but right now, right. we can combat a... 8 to 10% inflation rate. We don't like it. Mm -hmm. It's less buying power for us, but at least we have the buying power available to us. Right. Mm -hmm. Many of you listening yeah. who did not have an inflation-protected plan are wondering if you're going to have enough money at the end of the month to pay the bills. And so that's what I was saying. When we first started working, we started accumulating bills, 
and then we, we had a job. We were all happy. When you get a job, you get happy, you go out and spend. Yes. Fred Flintstone show. I used to watch the Flintstones. Betty and Wilma would uh, go out and charge it. They would say, charge it. They would have to charge cars exactly. back then. And so what we do is we accumulate bills, and now we're worried if we have enough money to pay those bills. So we want to, the goal for retirement is to make sure you never have that worry you had when you first started. Oh, man, and that's so you great. Have money right. coming in, streams of income. We call it rivers of income. You need more than one. Uh, you're going to have Social Security. We help you maximize that. We find out how protected your strategy is with Social Security. We put it against a stress test. We make sure that you're going to have no worries going forward because one thing we don't want retirement to be is waking up and worrying. And so if you do it right, you might not have to pay for Botox with the wrinkles on the forehead because there won't be any wrinkles on the forehead. <laughs> and so that's not a medical promise, by the way. <laughs> but we just have yeah. to know with certainty where the money's going to come from, how it's going to come, when it's going to come, why it's going to come, and when it's going to run out. And the answer to that should be, it should never run out until you and your spouse pass away. That's yeah. the way I design income plans. I've been doing it for 31 years now, and I'm a retirement income certified professional for a reason. I believe in income first, safety and protection along with that. Mm -hmm. yeah. So if you yeah. want to find out how to have your very own income plan based on what you've already put aside, we're not telling you to buy things. We're telling you to move things in the proper place to make sure you take advantage of the financial world instead of the financial world taking advantage of you. Mm -hmm. It's very easy to connect. Just call 800-661-7383. 800-661-7383. You can also text keyword plan to 600-700. That's plan to 600-700. It's a fiduciary planning team here. We, we put your needs ahead of our at all times. I had a question for somebody. I said, Coach, how can somebody who charges a $10,000 or more planning fee per year, which we don't, by the way, but they said, how can somebody out there who claims to be a fiduciary charge a $10,000 planning fee every single year? Doesn't that put me behind the eight ball each and every year by $10,000? I said, yeah, it does. I mean, yeah. number one, if they're going to charge a planning fee like that, it better only be one time. Yeah. You don't have to keep redoing the plan every year. <laughs> right. wow. It's like every two years, a new House of Representatives comes in, they redo the plan. Yep. Right. And they, that's not what it is. Once the plan is done and once you pay for it, or you don't even have to, we, I mean, we do the plans. I think our plans are just as good as, as the folks who charge for them. We just happen not to have to charge for them the way sure. our business model is. Yeah. And therefore you get a plan. You you can depend on, you can count on, and you're not, it's not putting you behind the eight ball every single year by $10,000 or more. So if you have a planner who claims to be a fiduciary, maybe they are, maybe they aren't. But in my opinion, if they're reaching into your money and taking $10,000 out every year and putting you behind the, the eight ball every year, how, how much of a fiduciary really are they? Yeah, and maybe right. we need to yeah. redefine that term. Yeah. I think a fiduciary planner is one that looks at risk and safety like we do and then incorporates that into an income plan that gives you lifetime protected income you never worry about for you and your spouse. And what no one can understand is even if your balance goes to zero with the plans we put together, you're still going to get that income check every single year for the rest of your life, I even with that. a zero balance. That's Come see idea. it for yourself. It's all in writing. This isn't any game or gimmick. We're not, we're not selling pie in the sky stuff here. Mm -hmm. We're putting together plans that you can depend on that are done by a fiduciary planning team that also has CFPs on it, certified financial planners. The yeah. planning team is a gigantic team looking at your needs and putting them in to make sure they can get you your wants too. Yeah. And so needs are good. Yeah. Getting your wants handled, most important thing in the world. Yeah. Thomas, I've got uh, the new book, by the way. I just gave it, just yes, came in just yesterday. Yeah. Never Give Up. Cool. It's me and Dick Vitale and, and, and some other authors have written chapters in a book called Never Give Up. Dick Vitale, famous sports announcer. Yeah. I'm in chapter two on this. Yeah. Good. And Dick he's Vitale's number one. Chapter yeah. one. I'm number two. So if you'd like to get a copy of this when you come in, make sure you mention that you'd like a copy of the book. And Coach Pete said you could have one. You also get a golden ticket that gives you a no fee. No cost, wow. total retirement plan that puts you in control of retirement. We also put to make sure every single plan has at least one financial fill-up strategy. 
I like three, four, five of them. That's streams yeah. of income you can never outlive. Uh, it's just it just makes so much sense. We also call it being on retirement autopilot. And when you hear that sound, I mean, I fly a lot of red eyes, yes, folks. Yes, you do. So, yeah. And so when I hear that sound, that means we're up in the air at 30,000 feet. That's when I go to sleep. And so wouldn't you like to have the comfort in retirement knowing you can yeah. sleep anytime you want, wake up when you want, vacation when you want, and not have to worry about begging somebody for income and not worry about someone taking money out of your account and putting it into their pocket. So if you're interested, yeah. have your own total retirement plan that puts you and your family in control instead of depending on Wall Street to help navigate you sometimes you wonder where wall street's going sometimes you wonder where the money world's going but if you have a plan put together that's in writing and has certainty attached to it makes it a whole lot easier to sleep in retirement to have fun in retirement and to do what you want all the way through retirement not having to go back into the future like a lot of people say when they get older they have to start begging people for money like you when you're younger you had to beg your parents yeah for money. right oh, so we I want, want you that. to be totally economic freedom we want total economic freedom for you we want total security and safety and security and that income thomas for the next 10 people who call i'm going to give them a golden ticket that'll take care of all these problems we just addressed give you that solution you deserve all you have to do is call 800-661-7383 800-661-7383 or text keyword plan to 600-700 that's plan to 600-700 Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken.